Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Okay, so yesterday I was explaining how every political hit job against Donald Trump has fallen flat and has been shown to be nothing more than phony, slanderous, libelous, baseless political hack jobs against This spokesman for the modern conservative movement in America, he is the spokesman for flyover rural America, country class America, I always use these same terms, against the elites. He is brutally honest and he has guts and they hate him. And since he came down the escalator to announce his bid for the presidency in 2015, starting with the primary in the Republican Party, they have been going after him. And I made the point that every time Trump has, Trump has spoken out about these issues, he's been right. And, and I've been right when I've told you along the way to be skeptical, to be suspicious when the Democrats and the liberals come out with their new, all of a sudden, their new explosive revelation that they finally got Trump on criminal behavior. You have to start seeing this and reading between the lines and seeing it for what it is and being suspect of these accusations lobbed at him because you know this is how the Democrat left Works. And I'm going to read an article to prove to you now that the Mar-a-Lago raid was baseless, was groundless, was gross overreach by the federal government, and Trump is once again exonerated in this situation as in every past situation. I list them all. He survived the Russiagate. That came to nothing. The Stormy Daniels thing. That came to nothing. His lawyer, that lawyer is going to jail. Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Um, the... Uh, January 6th so-called insurrection has come to nothing, even though they subpoenaed him. All right, we went over that yesterday. Let's get to the details. But a reminder, the Fourth Amendment says this, and this is what was violated in the Mar-a-Lago raid, which is done merely as a political stunt in order to gain support, traction for the Democrats coming up to the midterm elections, to change the narrative away from Biden's abject failures and the horrible economic situation. It was a political stunt to put Trump in a bad light, to try and finish him off once and for all, and to destroy his supporters and shred the MAGA movement leading up to November elections. And what's funny is, you don't hear about Mar-a-Lago anymore in the news. They did it, they got what they could out of it, it amounted to nothing, and they moved on. And they know that. So they'll resurrect it again in the news when they think it's appropriate. But that's why we're talking about it. As I've said so many times, it's not because I'm a Trump sycophant or a Trump apologist, but I'm actually following example of guys like Trump who push back against the culture. I've talked about that so much on this show. You can find plenty of masculine men in different areas, aspects of the culture that push back and they look like what Trump is doing, I'm taking a cue from that model and saying, you're going to raid a private citizen's home, violating the Fourth Amendment, and a former president, 
and weaponize the federal government, and then you're going to broadcast the news to make a big public spectacle and then move on? No, I'm going to double down, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to bring this issue up and resolve it, and we're going to hold your feet to the fire. No pun intended. By the way, welcome to Feet to the Fire, and this is your fearless host, Sergio Fassa. The Fourth Amendment says the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, Marilago is his house, papers, those are his documents that he retained from his presidency, and effects, there were personal documents as well in there that had nothing to do with his presidency. All of these things, the right of the people to be secure in these things against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the person or things to be seized. None of that was adhered to. All of that was trampled by the federal government. Now, here it is. I've been trying to get to it. Breitbart, Republicans to investigate if Democrats pressured National Archives into pursuing Donald Trump. So the Democrats wanted something coming up to the election, another quote-unquote January 6th situation, quote-unquote Russia collusion situation, Stormy Daniels situation, another Access Hollywood situation to get Trump to mudsling. And it's not just Trump. They do this to every conservative. Everybody's like, we got to run Ron DeSantis. Trump, we've had enough of Trump. You know, he's not going to get anywhere. He's been destroyed by the media. We need to run Don. What do you, what do you think they're going to do to Ron DeSantis? What do you think they're going to do to Ron DeSantis? It's what they did to Sarah Palin. It's what they did to George W. for eight years. And he wasn't even a you know, any sort of authentic, red-blooded, true blue conservative, the way we would say. But this is what they do to our people all the time. Okay, now, Democrats went to the National Archives, basically pressured them and said, we need something on Trump. National Archives comes up with this idea. Well, he walked away with presidential documents. Let's assert that he stole classified material. Tell the Justice Department, enter in Justice Department, trigger that. They pursue it. Ask for a search warrant, go raid his house. It's as simple as that. Two leading Republicans wrote a letter Friday to the National Archives demanding, this, this is a couple weeks ago, demanding communications and documents addressing the possibility Democrats pressured the institution, the National Archives, into investigating President Donald Trump. The ranking member, James Comer, and ranking member Jim Jordan wrote the missive to acting archivist of the National Archives and Records Administration. That's called NARA. And the acting archivist is Deborah Steidel Wall over this possibility that the Democrats pressured them. Comer and Jordan noted the stunning coincidence that on February 9th, Oversight Chair Caroline Maloney, Democrat from New York, wrote to NARA about concerns over 15 boxes of presidential records stored at Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago and if the agency had been in contact with NARA about this. So... That same day, NARA sent a, quote, referral to the Department of Justice that initiated the investigation into Trump. Okay, did you follow that? So the oversight chair, who's a Democrat from New York, writes to NARA about these concerns over 15 boxes of records stored at Mar-a-Lago, has the agency looked into this, and that same day, NARA sends a referral to the DOJ, Department of Justice, that was the grounds for starting the raid. So that's... A coincidence or is there coordination? 
The fact, the Republicans wrote, that Narrett transmitted to DOJ a referral that launched a criminal investigation of the former president the same day the Democrat chairwoman of the committee inquired whether the agency had been in contact with DOJ raises serious concerns about whether Nara made the referral after pressure from committee Democrats. Are you following this? Democrats, hey, National Archives, did you talk to the Justice Department about possible documents that Trump stole? And Nara does, like, good, obedient Bureaucrats, it's due diligence, and goes straight on the same day to the Department of Justice and said, hey, did you guys know Trump has classified documents? Republicans noted that despite NARA claiming it takes its role as a non-political agency very seriously, the agency failed to provide documents relating to their communication with congressional Democrats. In December of 2020, Oversight Committee Democrats pressured the National Archives to pursue Trump while he was in office, despite National Archives finding no issues. National Archives had reportedly held at least one secret briefing with Democrats without committee Republicans. The article quotes the New York Times. The materials in the boxes prompted archives officials to refer the matter to the Justice Department, which within months had convened a grand jury investigation. Committee Republicans wrote to the National Archives, it's puzzling that you and your staff would blatantly deny the existence of such responsive documents or communications to Congress. It is implausible that there would be no internal communications by NARA employees regarding the subject matter of the letter to Mr. Corcoran. Now, that's Trump's attorney. The Republicans wrote in a previous letter to NARA that the, quote, seeming weaponization of the federal government against President Biden's political rivals cannot go unchecked. Thank you, Republicans. So clearly the point I'm making is it's a you have to read this as a political hijab by bureaucrats working together to conspire against a conservative former president to conspire against him and those whom he represents, weaponize various bureaucratic arms of the federal government in order to punish and silence political dissent. This also from Breitbart to continue explaining Trump's, I mean, I, I hate even saying Trump's innocent. It, it suggests that there was any merit to these accusations. Trump is vindicated, better word. Breitbart says this, Demo- documents at Mar-a-Lago marked classified were already declassified. Cash Patel, a former top Trump administration official, told Breitbart News on Wednesday this is from weeks and months ago, that a report claiming classified materials were found at Mar-a-Lago is misleading and that the documents were actually already declassified by then-President Donald Trump, but the classification markings had not been updated. Patel told Breitbart News, Trump declassified whole sets of materials in anticipation of leaving government that he thought the American public should have the right to read themselves. The White House counsel failed to generate the paperwork to change the classification markings, but that doesn't mean that the information wasn't declassified. I was there with President Trump when he said, we are declassifying this information. This story is just another disinformation campaign to decide, designed to break the public trust in a president that lived on transparency. It's yet another way to attack Trump and say he took classified information when he did not. And I've also read in other areas the assertion with which I very much agree 
that the president is not subject to the same declassification requirements of every other bureaucrat because every other bureaucratic official, executive official, is under the authority of the president. And they do not have plenary executive power, but the president is the one and the only one with plenary executive power, meaning he could just declass. He doesn't have to say it or he doesn't have to fill out paperwork. He's not subject to anyone. Who's he submitting the paperwork to? Himself? He is the end of the executive branch. So he's got to officially, formally declassify, fill out the paperwork, and then self-submit? This is ridiculous. He can just do it in his head, and that's it, because it's plenary executive power. We are out of time. Hopefully wrap up some details tomorrow. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Please see political tactics and hit jobs exactly for what they are, and don't be deceived.